Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm so mad about what's happened with our kids that it, it's very hard. I'm losing respect mm-hmm. for him in that, re- in that regard. Cody says he feels disrespected by you. Well, it's mutual. I think it's a, it's a two-way street there. I think if he had truly been watching out for me and my children, he would have figured out a way to make it work for the whole family instead of having his rules and hanging out with the wife, staying where he, is, he was respected and obeyed. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, our final Sister Wives episode for the season. Season 17 is officially, officially, officially a wrap. Um, Just a heads up, I'm sure you can hear. I'm a little bit under the weather. My ears are clogged. I can't quite hear myself. I don't know if I'm screaming or if I'm being too quiet, but I'm trying to be somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, so with that being said, just bear with me. Uh, also just wanted to say for those of you who, uh, you know, just started listening to me due to my sister wise recaps. Thank you guys so much. You've been so supportive and like really, really cool. I've had such a great time talking to you all. Thank you so much for the reviews. You've been really super nice. If you would like to leave one on Apple podcasts or Spotify, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't complain. I'll say that if it's a five star one and a positive one, that would be ideal. Um, but outside of that, if you guys are also like, eh, I don't really listen to the other shows that she talks about, or I just don't give a shit. Totally get it. But 
fear not or whatever. I'm just going to let you guys know that I don't just talk housewives. I don't just talk Bravo stuff. I do dip into the TLC universe all the time with Welcome to Plathville with Seeking Sister Wife. And as an announcement in March, I'm not sure if you guys saw this at the end of the Sister Wives uh, Tell All Part 3, they announced their new show, which is, can't believe I'm even getting to say this, Seeking Brother Husband. And well, my hands are forced. I absolutely have to recap this. There's literally no choice. Um, I It would be illegal for me not to. So if you want to come on back in March, we'll be talking about it. Make no mistake. Whew. All right. So let's get into uh, our news, our late breaking news, if you can even call it that. And uh, the actual tell all, you know, <sighs> Every week, I'm like, damn, I wish I could get this episode out before Wednesday because it's like a bit more of a turnover than I would prefer. That I'm so jealous of all the podcasters who get to talk about this sooner than I do. But then, you know, the angels over at Coyote Pass smiled down upon me today. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much in the form of an Instagram post. But I guess I got to go back. We got to go back, go back to the beginning a little bit. So if you guys aren't internally extremely online as I am, you will not know that Mary has been going, you know, nichely viral on TikTok, especially for her. Uh, People have now been recording her LuLaRoe lives in which she behaves. She behaves in a way that pretty much confirms what I've been thinking and whispering to you guys occasionally that I think Mary really loves an airport bottle size cupcake Moscato and she sneaks them and she has them in her purse at any given moment. And, you know, they're just like somewhere in her house, just hidden. And she has a good time and she's blasting music from that gigantic house that she lives alone in. And she's just like living her best life. Like if I got close to her, you would smell the sweet and the fermentation. I know that. I know that to be true. So in one of these videos, Mary is wearing a comfortable hoodie, kind of like oversized boyfriend style. And she makes mention of the fact that she just threw that on because somebody came over and they spent the night and, you know, she just put her cozy clothes on and they left the next morning and they had breakfast and blah, blah, blah. No reason to mention that. No reason. One thing about Mary, especially in her social media online presence, is that she is a breadcrumber, which is the most annoying thing to be. It's a constant stream of like, ooh, something might be happening. There's something on the horizon. I'm going to take these pictures and write these captions that suggest something. And I'm going to post these Instagram stories like Khloe Kardashian used to do every time Tristan cheated on her. You know, those ones that are just like a quote that it's like strength is the sexiest thing that you can be. You know, not everybody knows the truth. Just bullshit like that, you know? 
So at first I was like, eh, I don't know. This sounds just like more stunt queen behavior from Mary. She's probably talking about uh, probably somebody from LuLaRoe who needed a place to crash for the night. And she's making it sound like her betrothed came over for, you know, a little Netflix and chill. But then three hours ago, as I record this, Mary dropped a post that was abundantly clear. It is a white background with a black stripe and then a tasteful maroon square with a gold uh, square lining around it. Just I, sure. It's a color story. I will say that. And it says, in light of a recent unapproved press release, we feel compelled to share our own truth in our own way and in our own timing. After more than a decade of working on our relationship in our own unique ways, we have made the decision to permanently terminate our marriage relationship. During this process, we are committed to kindness and respect toward each other and to all members of our family. And we're also committed to the continued healing of any and all relationships within the family so that we can move forward with forgiveness, grace, and love. In kindness, Mary and Cody. Now, last year in my pop culture segment, I recently, like in the last episode, the last new episode anyway, I introduce a segment called duh bitch in which i will say something to you i'll introduce a segment i'll tell you what it is and then i just sit there for three seconds in silence because duh bitch was that three seconds i think it was okay mary so then here's where she really makes me lol and lmfao honestly um the caption says, today I reclaim my power. <laughs> Last month's article by the quote unquote reputable People magazine quoting me as saying that I had quote unquote confirmed that Cody and I had separated was a complete lie. The information, content and timing was inaccurate and was based on a highly edited version of events that had been filmed months prior. Okay, in the months since taping those interviews, Cody and I have had many open and honest discussions that have led to our announcement today. There's so much more to be told about this story. No, there isn't. And I assure you, my truth will be told. But for now, know that there is peace in my heart and I hold no animosity toward Cody. I am not and pray that I never will be in a place where I enjoy making or seeing you make rude and demeaning comments about him. You likely have a range of emotions and opinions at this news and want to offer comments. In doing so, please be considerate of the fact that we're real people with real lives and real emotions. Please try to refrain from congratulating me at the breakup of my marriage. I value the relationship I had and look forward to stepping into 2023 in my future with grace, kindness, and power. Step into kindness with me. Put positive energy into the world. Worthy up! Exclamation point. Now, given the parameters of what she said we could not say in the comments, I said the only thing that I could say, which is just, okay. I mean, if you don't want us to tell the truth, then I guess, okay. 
Now, I see several of you commented in a way that made you think that I was being shady, but I was just following the rules and I was being polite. Now, um, other people didn't follow the rules. And so because they were messy, I am forced to, as an investigative journalist and a truth teller, to tell you what shady things were said by the people who didn't follow the rules because I did. Shout out to a fine vindicated mess who said, quote, today I reclaim my power. Well, it took you over a decade of reclaiming your power, but nevertheless, I'm glad you're no longer feeling obligated to deal with Cody's abuse. Good for you. I hope you can find happiness and genuine mutual love. Uh, D Druddy three said, so Robin's plan worked. Cody's all hers. She, she's bringing up boys says Robin's sobs can be heard in the distance. And then we have MG No More says, Mary, you don't want negative comments. And I understand that. But people who have watched the show for years, myself included, have seen, whether edited or not, a very self-centered, narcissistic man in Cody. When you listen to the children, I'm not sure which one, but it stated that uh, not one child in all of the children has chosen the polygamous lifestyle. Why do you suppose that is? Maybe seeing how their mothers were and are treated? Being left out because, let's just say, uh, there's too many to be able to give equal time to every woman deserves to have unconditional love from their spouse. And you women did not get that. So nobody's congratulating a divorce, but they are saying that you deserve more. You're more than enough. You're more than good enough. And you deserve to feel that kind of love. If I had to constantly watch what I say or be told that, uh, what it is that I was doing is making the marriage untenable, then I would say to my spouse that they have just as much as responsibility to do the same. And after 34 years of marriage, I don't think that my husband and I would choose any other way. We enjoy each other's company and enjoy being together. I'm praying that healing will be yours this season. 100 emoji. <laughs> Papa Granatini said, I hope someone hugs you now that you're not alone. <laughs> so, uh... There we have it, guys. Uh, Mary and Cody are broken up. I don't know if you guys need to sit down for that information. Maybe shocking to you. Let's get into the part three of the tell-all, shall we? All right. So part three of the tell-all begins with Cody doing his stupid, oh, I don't hear you. Um, I'm not going to talk about Robin, even though I'm at a fucking tell-all, which I'm contractually obligated to talk about what happened during the season. I'm just going to stare at my watch again. So Suki asks Cody, okay, can we play the clip then? And maybe you can respond to that. And he's like, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> Suki says, all right, well, I'll take that gamble. So that clip they play is, you know, the first conversation that Christine had with Cody, where they're sitting at her house and she's like, you know, GTFO. I'm done here. Right. And then she says, you know, she starts talking to confessional about how she feels I think Cody has a favorite wife. That's why all of this is like it is. Like, that's the favorite. I'm not the chosen one. I know that. It is what it is. They also start to show a clip of Janelle and Cody and their lunch when he was like, oh, you know, we haven't had a functional relationship for years. But we see a lot more about that later. But in this part, he's telling Janelle, I have somebody in my life who's fundamentally loyal to me. So then they cut to Cody's response to this. And he's like, well, (laughs) you know. All roads lead back to Christine, y'all. I was just sour graping about Christine. And, you know, when I look back, you know, Christine was never happy unless she was getting more than the other wives. So then Sukanya asks, or she tries to ask Cody, if there's a possibility 
that maybe Christine would watch the interactions that he has with Robin and be envious. But he's like, no. Suki, stop where you're even going with that. Like, I don't like where this direction is going. So then he's like, listen, does my relationship with Robin make me a bad person? And she's like, no. Does it make us bad people? No. And so he's like, listen, Robin had to see this stuff too. I would take Christine out for special days and she would have to see that. So you need to stop like the idea that there was some kind of unfairness with Robin. That's the danger of polygamy. So then Sukanya tries to say, Cody, do you understand that maybe she wanted to have the same connection that you have with Robin? And it kind of seems like maybe you're on a merit system. So Cody says that Christine has to have the energy. She has to put the energy in. She has to put the effort in to the relationship for that connection. And, you know, for it to work, like be the kind of person who's giving and loving. And this is what irks me. Never do they ask Cody, what is it that you give? Why do they feel such a lack with you? What is it that you're contributing that is not enough for them? Because everything is about how they need to put into the bank and get returns on on the investment that they give. They need to be loyal to me. They need to do this. They need to do that. And then they'll get my affection or my respect in, in exchange. But what are you giving? What are you giving? Like, it's very clear to me that Cody has no concept of what love is. Like, none. Because love at some point requires you pouring into your partner. Not, I'm not going to give you anything until you give me some arbitrary version of what I think respect and loyalty is. And then maybe I'll think about respecting you in kind. It's almost like he looks at a relationship like those claw toys, like the machines at the arcade where... If you put enough work in, like maybe you'll get to grab a little uh, stuffed animal, a little teddy bear. But then once you get over to that little hole where you're supposed to get it, it somehow it gets loose. And like, oh, it's just like the concept is if you just work hard enough, then you'll get the prize. But it's like, I think I'm working. But every time I get there, the thing just goes loose. And then it's back in the toy cage. It's fucked up. So Sukanya finally just asks point blank, is Robin the favorite wife? Cody again says, well, that's just an unfair question because, you know, you guys don't have any idea of the work she's done as a person and the sacrifices that she's made and the games that she hasn't played. It's not about a favorite. It's about finding favor. But then Cody says, the words that Christine and Sukanya are using are using to incite um, what he said, enmity. It's pronounced enmity. Okay, towards Robin. But like Robin never did anything but be kind to her. (sighs) Then he goes, you know, there's a character issue here. And it's not just my character. It's about their character. Like, do you want to find favor and be loyal to me and never allow somebody to trash talk me? Or do you want to sit there and be the one who's trash talking me? Mary, Janelle and Christine have shit talked me from the beginning of all of our marriages. And to my knowledge... Robin puts up her dukes if you talk about me. So which one is it? Is it that he's mad at them because they were shit talking the other sister wives to him and he was sick of it? Or was it because they were all shit talking him to who? Each other? 
the people that you said that they didn't even get along and that's why you were punishing Christine because she wasn't forming relationships with her sister wives. But suddenly there's uh, some sort of a coup against you now. Something that we've never heard before. Okay. So then we cut to Christine who's pissed off, not for herself, for Janelle, who she says has been loyal to a fault to Cody this whole time. And for him to say that she's just been going around shit talking him since the beginning, like that's messed up. And in fact, she's the one who's been shit talking Cody to Janelle. And every time for years now, Janelle's been like, no, my relationship's great. We're so great. I don't know what you're talking about, Christine. So BS on Christine, she calls it. And then she says, it's obvious where Cody wants to spend his time. Like, come on. Then we get to Janelle, who says to Sukanya, yeah, like loyalty, this idea of loyalty to Cody is like a kiss the ring situation. Be loyal to me and we're good. And then she just kind of laughs. She's over him. Okay. Capital O, V, E, and R. Bold, exclamation point, exclamation point. So Janelle says, I thought I had been loyal. I thought Christine had been loyal, but apparently we're not loyal enough or something. So then Sukanya asks Janelle, do you feel like Robin is a favorite wife? And she's like, listen, I feel and my kids feel like there has been a disproportionate amount of time that he spends with Robin. That's what I feel. Then Sukanya tells Janelle that Cody didn't like the word favorite when it comes to Robin and that he replaced it with favoring Robin because she does things to earn his favor. At that point, Janelle really gets to chuckling. She goes, yeah, earn. Okay. This is the undertone of do what I want you to do. And then I can love you. So then Sukanya asks Janelle, she feels like Robin is maybe controlling the narrative. And Janelle's like, no, I actually just think they have more of a complete relationship. So then Sukanya asks if she feels like Robin is trying to help everybody get back together, since that's what Robin has been claiming that she's been doing this whole time. Evidence not found, by the way. But Janelle says, "Eh, I don't know, everyone's mixed. I don't think she's this perfect paragon of I'm going to make the family be great. I don't think anybody is. I think everyone has dark and light in them. So then Sukanya asks Mary if she feels like Robin is the favorite. And Mary goes, well, I just think that Robin is the one that Cody's most comfortable with. Like over the years, I've just seen it happen with different wives. And, you know, Cody might hold Robin to a standard that everybody else has to live up to. That's what Sukanya asks. Like, do you feel like she's the marker that everybody, all the other wives has to live up to? And Mary says, I think Cody values loyalty more than anything so why are you here then like even at this point like let's announcement be damned if that's what you think of him is that attractive to you like is that what you want because if that's what you think you're also failing at the loyalty part by his measure like if that's what he really needs and wants in a relationship then I guess you're not doing good enough. So God, don't you want more than that? Like I've been in some pathetic relationships, but girl, (laughs) you have to want more than like, I'll be nice to you if you're loyal to me. That's not even sexy. So Christine then puts it into perspective, which is that she feels like as soon as Robin stepped her little wide foot toe into the scene from the very beginning, she was a favorite. 
Christine says, I'm not blind to it and I'm also not stupid, but it doesn't make Robin the scapegoat, which she needed to say. Because Robin keeps coming from this era and this space, this episode especially of everybody just hates me because I'm doing the right thing and I'm tired of being crucified because we have a good relationship. And Cody keeps this narrative of like the women hating Robin because she has a good relationship with Cody. That's not the issue. It's about you guys not having a good relationship and also seeing that you can have a functional relationship with somebody else. Like quiet is kept. Nobody's checking for Robin like that. Christine just wants to have her own happy relationship. She just doesn't want to see you have a functional happy relationship that she feels like she deserves with somebody else when she can't have it with you. And it just so happens to be Robin, but it literally could be anybody. It's not about Robin. It's about Cody. Because Christine says, I think that they found a soulmate in each other. And that's it. I saw it. So then Sukanya asked Christine if it made her jealous. And she's like, well, yeah, because I didn't even know what a soulmate looked like until then. Like, let's really unpack how heartbreaking that is. You're in a whole marriage for however many years. And, you know, like thinking that you're happy. And then you see your partner find somebody and it's like a whole new world. They're on the carpet like Jasmine and Aladdin. And you're like, damn, not only did I think what I had was as good as it gets, my partner, the love of my life, is now living his best life with somebody else. That fucking sucks. But again, I think, yeah, can Christine, I think it's possible that Christine can be jealous, but not like centering her anger towards Robin. She's mad at Cody. And I think it's clear to me. You know, and it's good it's advantageous for Robin to just be like, oh, it's just about me. Like it's not, we all know it's in our, in our right of heads, right? It's never about the girl, you know, for lack of a better phrase. It's never about that. It's just easier to blame the girl. And so what Robin is doing is being like, oh, I'm the girl that she's blaming because then she can't be like, oh, I completely understand why Christine's heart is broken and why she wouldn't want to continue in this relationship just so I can have this stupid fantasy of living in a Nancy Myers movie at the end of my days. <laughs> you know, rocking on the porch, holding hands and drinking lemonade and talking about the good old days. No. So then Sukanya asks a question to Robin that really pisses me off. She asks her if she feels like Christine's negative view of her relationship with Cody is, has only developed over the last few years. Why would you ask her that? Because that gives her the opportunity to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the relationship was only bad because of the pandemic. No, the fuck it wasn't. And you know that, you know it. Of course, Robin's never going to admit that it, things were bad from the beginning and that she saw that. She's never going to say that. She's going to use this as an opportunity because she thinks, oh, Suki believes it because she asked me this dumbass question. So now I'm going to run with it and be like, yeah, I absolutely do. And I'm going to attack on Janelle to this situation too. They didn't want to follow his rules. And that's why all of this happened. They handed him to me and said, we don't want to spend time with him. Basically. No, 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 no. We're not going to let you rewrite history this way. Not on this podcast, girl, not here. 
She goes on to say they made choices. Christine and Janelle made choices. So Cody felt like he couldn't go over there because of his personal beliefs in protecting his family and our jobs and our health. What? You don't have a, don't even say that word. Don't even (laughs) insult me by acting like you have a job that needs to be protected. Girl, come on. So Suki then was like, well, Christine says she feels like you and uh, Cody are soulmates. And they have been from the beginning. And here come the fake waterworks. Well, when I saw them, they were just so cute. And they had such a fun banter. And, you know, I don't even have that with Cody. Christine had something with Cody. She did not take care of it. Cody wants to experience a soulmate situation with each one of his wives. He wants to look in their eyes and get teary-eyed. And then she starts talking about one time when she and Cody were courting in the early days. Mary was over at their house and they were listening to a song, Paco Bell or whatever the fuck, and looking at each other with misty-eyed. What? And that she had to watch that. And she was fine with it. You're talking about, what, 30 seconds in time, 15 fucking years ago? And we're supposed to give you a gold medal for for not, what, screaming and pulling your hair out because of 30 seconds of intimacy? Uh, well, good for you, Robin. Gold star for you. Then this goofy ass goes on saying that there have been wives that have rejected Cody's affection because they're uncomfortable and they don't like it. And I'm sorry, if you're rejecting someone's affection, I don't see that's how, how that's going to help your relationship. obviously you're talking about christine kicking him out of their bedroom but what you should be talking about is cody saying that he never wanted to fuck her again isn't that the ultimate rejection of affection ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue nile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Then Robin says... If you're just sitting here nagging your husband about what you didn't get, even though you have this apple in your hand, but you really want the orange, how is he supposed to feel like, you know, he sees what you're do- what he's doing for you or that you appreciate what he's doing for you? Because you're just, I have the orange and you're complaining that you want it, but you have an apple. So just be happy with that. And then she says. When I came into this family, I knew that, you know, even through the stretch marks and the weight gain and the fights that Cody was still able to have romance going with each one of his wives. I saw sweet things. So why are you looking at me saying that you want an orange when you have an apple? It's not better. It's different. They each have something with him that I don't have. And I don't know how to sympathize with them other than I'm just sorry when it's hard. Okay. 
I understand that relationships can get hard, but get your butt in there and work it out. And this is a shit that I said a couple of weeks ago. When you have everything and everybody sees that you're happy and that you have this functional, symbiotic, weird ass flowers in the attic. No, I'm just kidding. Relationship with all that people in that Robin's house, then you can't say like, oh, I'm just sorry that it's hard for you. But why don't you pull your, It's like a bootstraps mentality, right? Like it's very easy for Jeff Bezos to say, get out there and work, girl. You know, because he has owns the entire planet and probably some adjoining ones, you know, shut the fuck up. And like, let's look at the common denominator of it all. You guys or Robin, at least. The common denominator is the man sleeping in your bed every night. Not them. Him. What's not clicking? So then we get to Janelle and Cody's relationship, especially the fight that they got into about Christmas and uh, the kids getting an Airbnb and him getting all nip whatever because the boys didn't come to apologize to him and Robin, right? And his, you don't get it. I had a death-like experience. Okay. Uh, I couldn't sleep. The shadiest thing of all happens when Robin in that time is trying to explain, oh, Cody's just very heartbroken because he's had all this rejection from Janelle's kids and Christine's kids. And they have the picture in picture showing Janelle's reaction to this. And it's like, ugh, this bitch. And then at the end of the clip, (laughs) she does like the half eye roll, which I think is the, the most dangerous one of all. Because you can't even bother to do like the, ugh, I'm over it. It's the one that gets stuck at the 90 degree point And you're just like, this fucking, I can't even believe that she had the nerve to say that. So Sue Kanye, the best question that she's asked this whole time. Uh, Janelle, what's that face about? What are you doing? And Janelle goes, I'm just so tired of Counselor Robin. <laughs> oh yeah, you're paying whatever. He acts like he's the only person who's been rejected and hurt. The whole thing with Christine has been coming for a long time and Kodiak's so surprised about it. So I'm just a little bit like, all right, like Robin saying all that just feels like she's placating him, frankly. So then she goes, Cody acts like people have to apologize to him or to Robin, but there was a rejection. My boys felt rejected by this. So she's talking about Goofus and Gallant, Gabriel and Garrison um, having to call Robin and Cody to apologize, which was the first of seemingly multiple ultimatums that Cody and Robin, but oh, I didn't know anything about it, uh, have issued towards their own fucking sons. Okay, like, what are we doing here? And you know what? It made me think of something that Cody mentioned briefly one time, couldn't tell you the season or whatever, but at one point he's talking about his adolescence and growing up and he just on the fly just very offhandedly mentions that out of his brothers he was kind of the black sheep of the family like they didn't think he was cool enough tough enough smart enough strong enough like his dad just like they all kind of he it's like the buster bluth of the family and then i thought okay i mean he did make mention of having daddy issues at some point this season but now i'm thinking about it more and i'm like oh this is like deep this is deeper. This is some deep shit. And we, Cody, 
I want Ayanla Van Zant to come here and like do a coyote pass fix my life, you know? Really unpack what what uh the senior Mr. Brown did to Cody. And I think we'll be it would be an illuminating conversation, to say the least. Anyway, the second iteration of this ultimatum was just a conversation that needed to be had between Cody and the boys. But Cody hasn't made any effort. Not at all. And he's still acting like the boys need to come to him. So whatever he's saying about they don't need to apologize to me is clearly bullshit because he's done zero since then. So then Sukanya asks Janelle if she felt like belittled by Cody's ranting. And she's like, no, (laughs) she doesn't care. Now, I just felt like this is a really layered thing. And I was kind of being recalled to repent as this wayward wife who disrespects Cody. And it's all my fault. So now I have to go repent. Then Sukanya asks Cody about him telling Janelle, oh, if you walk away, that's a really bad idea. And he's like, yeah, that's that was pretty ridiculous of me. But, you know, I was just (laughs) angry towards the lack of empathy that Janelle had with me towards the divorce with Christine. I mean, (laughs) Christine has left the chat. Okay. We, you got to let it go. It, it's over. Okay. It, all roads can't come back to, oh, well, I was mad at Christine. So this is why I did like, that is ridiculous. You see how stupid this is? Like, I hate a bitch that just lets everything bleed in. You know, I understand that sometimes we have hard times and that might affect, like, maybe we can be a little short with somebody or whatever, but everything everything that you've done is now Christine's fault. Like, where does that lead us? It is ridiculous, Cody. But take that further. He says that during that time, he was mad at Janelle. What we didn't know is that he had COVID and his death-like experience of his temperature of 99.8. And that during that time, Christine had uh, gone on a trip with Janelle. So he was feeling some type of way about Janelle during that conversation because, oh, he, here she is having a great grand old time while I had COVID. <laughs> Were you over at her house when she had COVID, Cody? No. So <laughs> what's the rub here? It's just, I was mad at Janelle because she is friends with Christine. I expected her to be uh, completely loyal to me and to, you know, put that bitch in her burn book and she didn't. And so now I'm mad at her. He legitimately says he felt like it was a betrayal for Janelle to be friends with Christine. So the only thing that Sukanya is really adamant on sticking to Cody on is the fact that he did blame Janelle for what was going on with their sons. And in a way he did make her choose. And Cody of course starts getting upset and he's like, No, like, it's not that complicated. They went out and they found homes when she had to move, like when she had to move from her rental house. So why couldn't they have just not done that before? Why couldn't they have done that during COVID? Why couldn't they have found a house and and kept dating during COVID? That's what I don't understand. Because if one of my little children were to die because someone had to get his pencil wet. That's him slamming his uh, hand down on the chair. (laughs) Their pencils wet? That would have made me so mad. Do you understand if when my children died, how hard that would be to have to forgive the guy that was bringing it home to us? All I wanted to do was protect my family, but they refused. And it could have come together, but it went apart. And now I'm estranged from those two boys and I can't even have conversations with them anymore. So Suki asked him, Cody, does that hurt you deeply? And he says, yes. 
So then we have to have like a Maury, Jerry Springer. If you could speak to them today, look in the camera, Cody, and tell those boys what you would say if they were here. And he goes, boys, I'm sorry. I was trying to protect my family. Next time I would manage it differently. And I'm sorry. Okay. Now that's shit that you could have sent in a text how many months ago at this point? Seems a little empty when you're forced to apologize on camera and in the privacy of your own life couldn't be bothered could not be bothered sick man then cody says that he feels like out of all of his wives janelle's probably suffered the most with plural marriage like she came into the situation real idealistically and that was shattered she was shattered by the experience of it i don't know i kind of disagree i feel like janelle's the one who got the most out of it frankly, and I've been saying that because she got uh, free childcare while she was able to, uh, you know, go out there in the workplace and, and pursue her career. She, I don't, I don't know, seemed like it kind of worked out for her more than anybody else. So at this point, they play the clip of the lunch between Janelle and Cody, where he says, you know, uh, that, they haven't had the real marriage in years and it's all because of Janelle's independence. A thing that Janelle says, I thought you liked about me. And it's basically how our uh, marriage and our family has been functioning this whole time. But all of a sudden now you have an issue with it. Okay, cool. Of course, the first thing that Cody has to say is that he's blaming Christine and he was coming off of anger from the divorce of Christine and Christine juxtaposing her relationship with somebody else, Robin, but how he wasn't going to be doing that anymore. So when Sukanya asks Cody, why couldn't you have been more vulnerable with Janelle in this moment? He's like, <laughs> vulnerable. I was coming off of two years of being disrespected about my rules. And Janelle was forming a relationship with, you guessed it, Christine. So then Sukanya asks Cody, does Janelle disrespect you? Yeah. Yeah. But when she asks him, what, how, what is it that Janelle does? He does this like, look at around the stage situation. And he goes, oh, do you expect me to answer that question? And when Sukanya goes, well, I'll ask Janelle later. He goes, oh yeah, well, yeah. That's the one who you should be talking to. No. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The man is crazy making. You can't just say shit and then be like, oh, I don't need to explain it. Tell the person that I just blamed why I said that. <laughs> what? That's not how it works. So then since this bitch won't answer the question, I guess we got to ask Janelle, is it love between you and Cody? And she goes, uh, at this point, no. It's duty. It's commitment. It's a faith that tells you to work it out and to stick it out. But I think if we really both sat down and looked at each other you know let's be honest we've been separated for several months and i'm really happy and i'm basically just indifferent like i just i just don't care anymore <laughs> shout out to you girl suzuki asked janelle if she still respects cody and she's like yeah i i do but i'm just so mad at what happened with our kids it's hard and i'm losing respect for him in that regard so then Suki tells Janelle that Cody feels disrespected by her. And Janelle says, well, I think it's mutual. Like, if he had truly been watching out for me and my children, he would have figured out a way for it to work with the whole family. And instead, he's having these, like, rules in, you know, him hanging out with the wife and staying where he was respected and obeyed. 
So then back to Cody, he tells Sue Kanye that Janelle's made it pretty clear that she's enjoying her life without him. <laughs> yes, she has. But then he says that he absolutely still wants to work on things with Janelle. But then he goes, I won't go to a place where I'm not respected because love doesn't matter to me. Respect matters to me. So yeah, here we go. Our final, final official confirmation that they are separated. And then Cody says, yeah, I mean, we've been separated for several months now. It's like pretty stupid for people who are in love, right? It's like, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you basically just said you didn't love her. So yeah, I mean, it would be, but you don't love her and neither does she. She doesn't love you either. So not that stupid. Sukani so asks Cody, does he want to fix things with Janelle? And he's like, I do. But now we would be having a whole different negotiation. And then he goes back to Christine leaving. <laughs> and the fact that Janelle has a friendship with her. And he says, well, why couldn't you guys have been sister wives when you were sister wives? That's such a mess. When it comes to reconciling, Cody says he's willing to do that with Janelle. But when Sukani asks if reconciling with the kids would help with his reconciliation with Janelle, Cody says, you have to understand that this is how plurals, plural marriages have a struggle. If I have a relationship with the wife and we have deep trust and we get along really well, it's because the relationship was communicated and we worked on things. Robin brought her kids that were in her home that were the same age as uh, Gabe and Garrison. I really want to call them Gabe and Gallon. Gabe and Garrison. She brought them into full compliance on our COVID agreement. And when they didn't, they had to be out of the house. That right there is an example of how respect was given. Weirdo behavior. Anyway, Sukanya luckily goes back to Janelle and how she was feeling very indifferent towards her marriage with Cody and asks if it had anything to do with her having to make choices with the housing and the RV and all that. So Janelle says, Cody always wants to find a reason aside from looking at himself to justify why he's having a problem with you. So I feel like him saying that I was too independent was weird because that's never been a problem before. So Janelle says that she was coming from a place where she needed housing and she had been hoping to get on Coyote Pass for years at this point. But they, meaning uh, the bank of Robin and Cody, kept throwing up all these objections. Then she says, listen, we spent money to get Christine into her house. We spent a lot of money to get Robin into her house, which basically depleted our accounts. I'm simply asking for them to finish the commitment that we made to pay off the land at Coyote Pass. If I was prioritized, we would have figured out a way to pay off the land and start building a house. But instead, they're acting like, oh, my God, there's no budget. There's no money in the budget for that. This conversation wasn't had when it came time for Robin to get her house. Thank you. Thank you, Janelle. Thank you for making that abundantly clear. Thank you, girl. Hats off to you. My cap is in my hand. <laughs> in salute to you, Janelle. Of course, when we get to uh, old Cappy eyebrows over there, uh, none of this is her fault. And whatever's going on with Coyote Passes with Janelle and Cody, that's not on me. That's on them. And then she starts being kind of haughty. And it's like, oh, you know how Cody and I do have arguments, but people just don't see them because I don't like to air them out like that. Okay, who are you talking about, bitch? Anyway, Sukhani says, yeah, you have talked about not letting Cody walk away from an argument, but kind of seems like Cody's walked away from like every argument that he's had with every other wife. So like it right in the middle of the conversation. So 
Robin has to be like, well, yeah, he he does. <laughs> so Sukanya asked Robin, okay, well, how do you get him to stay? How does it work for you? Robin says, the women just aren't looking at it like she is. Just pick me, bitch. Just, I treat Cody like my best customer. Okay, when was the last time you had a customer? It's easy when you only had like seven. Yeah. I don't call him names. I don't hit below the belt. And I'm not going to treat him like crap. And when Cody does walk away, I tell him it's not okay for him to walk away. And if you need a break, then you need to say that. I'm tired of being punished and blamed and people thinking that I'm a bad person because I'm communicating. And then we get into this fake cry. I'm tired of being punished for it. I'm tired of it somehow being a bad thing because it's not. I'm tired of feeling bad because I have a good relationship with Cody when other people don't. That's on them. They need to figure that out. Okay, well, next time Janelle wants to get up from a conversation because this man is ranting and raving at her, don't you part your thin-ass lips to say, oh, you need to say, even if it's tough, you need to say. No. I, I thought this wasn't, I thought this was on them, right? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. So don't get involved then. Next time they get into an argument, don't play uh, Miss Counselor and try to explain where Cody's feelings are and how hurt he was over the COVID protocols and how the rules that they didn't follow. Don't don't say shit then. Don't say a motherfucking thing. Whew, okay. So Sukani then asked Janelle. She feels like there's a chance in hell of her getting back to some sort of romantic relationship with Cody. And Janelle says, I'm not waiting for him. Honestly, I've already mourned the fact that that part of my life is, or our life is gone, rather. It wasn't heartbreaking for me like it was for Christine. I just kind of mourned that life that was gone. Listen, it didn't work. It's a really great run. And then Janelle says that their 30th anniversary is uh, coming up in a few months. And when Sukanya asked Janelle, do you think that you'll call him that day and ask him if he wants to go to dinner? Did you ask Cody this? I mean, I feel like she's just made it very clear that she does not give a shit. Okay. <laughs> clear to me. But anyway, Janelle says that Cody, in fact, blew off their 29th anniversary because this fell around the time as the conversation that we just saw about them planning Christmas. That fight apparently was so bad that the way Janelle told it, unless I'm mistaken, they didn't speak for months, months. She said he did not call her on the anniversary and that they had a conversation. She said, we talked it out about three or four months later, maybe March or April. What? 
And then Janelle says, I think we probably could get back to a romantic relationship, but it would require so much change on both of our parts. I don't know. And like part of me thinks that my religion requires that I need to continue to make this marriage work. And I believe in my faith, but I've also been really at peace, really at peace being single. And I don't really know how to reconcile that because at this point, my debate with myself is that I know that I'm happy. And I don't want Cody to come back, but my faith requires that we're married eternally. So Sukhani says, so the door is still open. And Janelle says, well, it has to be, but I'm not really interested in anyone walking through that door. And then she laughs. And then I laughed. (laughs) So we wrap up the season with Sukhani asking Christine to explain where Janelle lands in all of this with Cody. And Especially if she feels like Cody and Robin are soulmates, life partners, sister girlfriends, right? Christine says, "Ah, it's it's really unfair. It's actually really unfair. Like my opinions about this are not fair to Mary or Janelle, frankly, uh, because they really believe in plural marriage. But I just don't feel like Cody has the capacity for it. And I even told Janelle, I told Janelle this. I said, I'm really sorry to have to tell you this, but... That's just what I think. Cody then says that he's right on the verge of not even being a polygamist, which, well, I think we can confirm that uh, we've gone over that hump at this point. Hallelujah. So then Cody says, it's just funny to me because I've never been the guy who looked at my past. Like I would look back at it or no, I would never look at it. Like I would look at my future and I'd be happy about the present, but always thinking of the future is going to be so great. But, Now I've started to look at my past and I'm looking back a lot and missing some of the past, but regretting a bunch of it. So then Suki asks Mary if she's going to stay. Just like, why even talk about it at this point? But she says, do you think that if you stay that eventually Cody will realize what he has in you? I guess the answer to that is no, but let the record reflect that at this point, Mary says, I don't think Cody realizes the shit that I am. And then she flips or attempts to flip her hair over her shoulder. And then she goes, you know, if he hasn't realized it at this point, maybe he never will. Or maybe he doesn't want it. Listen, people change. Maybe Cody's just at this place where I'm not for him anymore. And now he's finally just saying it. Then Sukani asks Mary, are you going to wait? And she goes, I don't know. Time will tell, won't it? It's for me to decide. He's made his choice. <laughs> yeah, well, then I guess it's not really for you to decide. Anyway, um, Sukanya then asks Christine if she feels like Cody can live a monogamous future with Robin. And Christine says, well, I think there will always be a part of Cody who is grieving. Grieving that he was giving up on a dream that didn't he didn't necessarily want to give up on. Basically, like, she's putting it very nicely by saying his ego will never, like, really let him live it down. And when Sukanya asks about, like, Robin, I mean, she's also wanted to have this big family and the plural family. Where does she fall in that? And Christine says, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I hear what you're saying, but you've had this much failure behind you. You really want to try it again? You know? And if they're really happy with each other, is there even room for anybody else in that family? Excellent questions, Christine. Thank you so much. 
So Suki asked Robin about Cody potentially bringing in another sister wife. And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, she's not doing it in a like, oh, let's wait and see kind of way. No, she's she does not want one. And she's trying to say, like, oh, the door is open. She she does not want... We are not seeing her on sister... Seeking sister wife anytime soon. I'll tell you that right now. She was faking, 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 faking. Oh, yeah. Like, I do want it. You know who she reminded me of? Speaking of sister, seeking sister wife. Uh, for those of you who watch what was maybe season two, the family, the guy who ended up passing away afterwards... Uh, y'all remember that wife was like, yep, I definitely, we're seeking, we are actively wanting another sister wife. And as soon as that lady uh, hopped off that spirit airline flight over to their house, she had hell to pay. Homegirl went full hellraiser on her, just psychological damage. And I feel like that's exactly what would happen with Robin. She said, she talks, I wouldn't even say she talks a big game. She just, she's just saying things that sound good, but we all know the truth. And at this point, I don't really even give a shit about what Robin said after that. Like, you know, she does say that she really wanted plural marriage. And yeah, she could ask Cody to continue, but I'm just scared. I'm just really scared of how badly this is gone. And, you know, it's just hard for me. And it feels disrespectful to me. And, you know, like, I, you know, for us to move on, you know, it's hard for me. And then she starts uh, crying allegedly about how being in a plural marriage is what she wanted. And it's also part of her identity and part of her DNA. And so now we're supposed to feel sorry for her, that her bubble has been burst and how this is never going to happen. I would like to say that the caption, I had the caption on and it said under Robin's face, uh, weeping, not a tear, not a tear in this whole three part series. Not one. Not one. This is not the future I wanted. I wanted a house that's on a porch and the rocking chairs for our grandkids and our kids surround us, you know? Like the grandparent ranch. That's what I want. I, I don't know how to let it go. Okay. This is it. This is it, you guys. Cody says that he hopes that Christine finds her soulmate, but the way he said it was so, like, demented. He Because he says... You know, the kid told, one of the kids told me, now now he doesn't want to say the kids' names, right? Um, but earlier we were mentioning it all. But one of the kids told me, you know, dad, you found your soulmate and mom should find hers. And so I want that for her. No, you don't. <laughs> You're just repeating what somebody else said. But actually, speaking of which, <clears throat> we're really going to end on uh, somebody just messaged me and sent me a DM from... Cody, who also announced uh, the divorce on Instagram, and I just saw the message. Cody didn't turn his uh, comments off. This is brutal, and the comment section is brutal. So let's just end the episode on uh, the over 1,500 comments. Let's see what we got here. Starting off with, uh, have you taken accountability and apologized to Gabe for forgetting his birthday yet? In regards to healing relationships, Carolyn asking the real questions. I'm interested in all the practical things. Since the three working wives who brought in the family money have all left, shade. That's intelligent shade. Shout out to you, Carolyn. Uh, how will Coyote Pass be sold and divided? And remuneration for Robin's expensive home be made to the three ladies who made that possible? 
Woo! Somebody tagged Robin. Congratulations. You did what you set out to do from the time you walked into this family. Somebody wrote, no way he wrote this. It's too kind and not self-absorbed enough. Shout out to Lady Paparazzi said, guess you're going to be broke now. Hope they take you for everything you owe them. The worker wives have left the building. Guess this is why the sister wives closets back up with that hot mess jewelry. (laughs) SMH. Shameful. (laughs) Somebody said the entire purpose of his Instagram is to now post his divorces once a year. (laughs) Several people that told Cody that he might want to change his uh, Instagram bio now. And it says father of 18, husband of four. I love them all passionate about uh individual that's in all caps rights apologetic for taking that quote-unquote red pill space dot 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 space dang it with two exclamation points and then it just says awake exclamation point and with that i think i'll leave you guys (laughs) thank you so much for listening thank me for speaking shout out to coyote pass And all who will never live there. You know what I mean? See you back for season 18. Love you. Bye.